0: Hey guys, this podcast was taken from a live event I did for the National Autistic Society's um, Spectrum Bowl, where they asked me to come along and talk about the work that I do, so I did, and um, yeah, here it is, completely unedited, <laughs> just me on stage goofing about, talking about what I do, and I hope you enjoy this. Um, I really enjoyed the talk, so yeah, check it out. Hi, Andy. Thanks That's a lot, mate. Yes, Thank, nice you. Nice Thank you. Nice. Cheers, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's cool. Thanks, man. Um, well, that's a lot of people. Uh, how's it going? I'm Dan, uh, as your man just said. Um, and I run a YouTube channel, actually. Um, so it's actually called vlogging, not blogging. It's actually evolved now, the terminology. So you're outdated. Dinosaurs doing jobs of kids. Um, so anyway, I'm going to try and squash. I think it's like. 20 minutes half an hour or something and just yeah. try and squash it all into this I have ADHD so it does actually help uh, when trying to condense an hour and a half talk into just half an hour so it's gonna be really really good so if anybody can't uh, keep up just ask me a question and I should be able to answer it anyway so whoa I did did you was it wasn't me <laughs> yeah anyway, so I am really professional so I'm gonna read my notes from my iPhone because that's how I do I'm also recording it for my uh, actual video blog here and I'm actually recording it for my podcast I'm going to have to stand still because this thing's going to break. So, um, the Aspie world is my brand name. My name is actually Daniel. I'm actually, what was I, 30? I was going to say 20. I'm 32 years old. I was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, ADHD, and OCD, and dyslexia when I was 26 years old. Uh, Not from lack of trying, just for lack of opportunity, because the 90s sucked. So, um, moving forward, uh, I decided to research stuff on the internet about Asperger's syndrome and I couldn't find much at all, actually, apart from the National Autistic Science website, which wasn't uh, anywhere like it is now. So I just found that there was nothing visually entertaining and I don't really read that well. Obviously, dyslexia, hashtag YOLO. So I decided to um, make videos uh, blogging my my wife, because I felt like it would be really fun to put videos out there about something quite interesting, because, for the simple fact, the videos I did see on the internet was really depressing, and everyone was to die. Everyone's like, "Oh." I've got Asperger's syndrome and gosh, biggest injury, everything sucks. And I was like, oh no. So I wanted to do something really positive because I feel like there's a really good positive atmosphere for people who um, have uh, an autism spectrum condition, but I wanted to do something awesome with it. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Be the driving force. And nobody was really doing it back then. was a bunch of people now, which is t- totally awesome. So uh, my YouTube channel um, won two awards. It won an award from YouTube itself, which is called Next Up, where they basically took all the channels between 1,000 and uh, 100,000 subscribers in the United Kingdom and they picked the, the best 10 uh, and I, went, I came out as number one and then they, they basically like, you know, gave me this award and they made some money and all this cool stuff and they went and dined me in London that was cool but it was just nice to be recognized for the work I was doing the other award I won was a um, blog award I was number nine out of 40 autism blogs obviously Nas was number one but I came up with number nine which is pretty cool and currently I am the UK's biggest uh, autism channel on YouTube. I have eighty-two thousand subscribers to my channel. I have over five million views, which is pretty dope because, like, there's a lot of people listening to what I have to say. So um, that's yeah, the power's crazy, it's craziness. But I love it, and I, I love the fact that I get to do what I do because I feel like it's influential. I'll get into what I do right now. Um, one of the things that I see that I do in my channels, I empower people, especially people on the spectrum, uh, to be more uh, aware of their creative side and how awesome they actually are. Because I feel like a lot of people get a bit of a backhand slap because they say, you know, they got autism. And they think, oh, you know, uh, because I'm autistic, then I have um, restrictions in my life to stop me doing stuff, which I think is tosh. Because there are other ways to do awesome things. Um, and I'll get onto what I'm, I can do right now. So I left school with no qualifications at all because uh, in school I was in the special education programs, but they maybe tennis rackets instead of like actually doing like maths and stuff because they didn't understand my learning type which is very important now since then uh, I have a degree in chemistry um, I am an international best-selling author in three languages um, and I um, also released a number I, I released an album in Japan with my band that got to number 5 in the HMV charts which is crazy, right? Where I left school with no qualifications my YouTube channel, the biggest one in the UK for autism awareness and uh, yeah, 82,000 subscribers so for somebody who had no qualifications that's pretty decent because I realised my potential of the things that everybody else thought was like, you know, not potential when you are in school so I decided that making a YouTube channel, blog these things would help encourage other people to do the same thing and I thought that was super super awesome um, so uh, enough of blowing my own trumpet so what, what I 'm trying to do is I, I blog all these things can I say like everybody could do something amazing so one of the things I like to do is encourage younger people who are watching my videos to um, pick up something awesome. So people say to me all the time, they go, oh, Dan, you know, you're on here talking rubbish all the time on the internet and you make a living from it. Because my job, full time. so I do full time when so I'm recording all this stuff, you know? Um, and they say, how'd you, know, how, how do you do it? I say, well, because I'm obsessed. I'm stupidly obsessed with search engine optimization. I love, I, lo- I love it. I love the Google smart brain. I didn't realize I loved algorithms so much until I did a degree in chemistry and then it became like this thing. It's like my best friend. So I decided, and this is a, this is a true story, um, my YouTube channel was rubbish. I had like maybe 10,000 subscribers um, and uh, in uh, November of 2017. And I decided I wanted to really supercharge it. So I thought, well, what am I good at? I'm good at focusing, hyper-focusing, doubling down on something very interesting. And I just love the Google algorithm. It's amazing. It's called Google Smart Brain. It's just phenomenal. Um, anyway, uh, I know. It's boring, right? Uh, so SEO, search engine optimization, something that nobody really cares about, an algorithms. So what are you talking about? So I would I, I used to watch all these channels. I'd stay up late at night watching all these channels. My girlfriend would be like, are you going to bed? I'm like, no, I've got stuff to research. And this is totally me. And I researched all this stuff and I was watching a YouTube channel called Video Influencers, a huge channel talking about all these experts who grew their channel, you know, remarkably well and all these hacks and these experts. And I was like, well, these guys are gods. And this is a true story. In uh, June uh, of 2018, I actually went out to America to a video conference called VidCon, which is the biggest one in the world. There, I was interviewed by video influencers on my ability to grow my YouTube channel, and I became one of those experts. i just, like, months earlier, had been watching, you know, late at night, which is crazy. So I say to these people who message me, say, "No, you know, I, I, I just, I've got Ashburn syndrome or whatever, and I, and I feel like I'm not going to do anything." I say, "What are you into? Pokemon? Awesome. So am I." But you could be the biggest Pokemon blogger in the world and there's nothing wrong with that. Like and so I kind of encourage these people to say like the things that you may seem pointless, like playing Rocket League until all hours of the night and being the number one person to play, you know, I don't know, Rocket League or Minecraft in the world and being an expert at it could really pay off and that's an amazing skill. So my YouTube channel is taking people from being feeling like down about their condition to being like empowered and being awesome. Now my YouTube channel also does um two things. Well, it empowers people on the spectrum to say, like, look, I'm doing it. Look at this. Look at the stuff I've managed to do, right? I'm dyslexic. i got a best-selling book. What on earth is going on? You know what I mean? And geez. So I say to these people, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Like, there's, no, there's nothing stopping anyone. Um, just like the awesome story this lady was performing about, you know, changing the way the club works. It's just phenomenal. You know what I mean? It's just amazing. It's all down to focus. And one of the things that people on the spectrum are really into is hyperfocus. I love it. I love I love learning about aliens and stuff like that. But hyperfocus is kind of like when we're, we're like walking, me and my girlfriend walk down the street, but I don't like to do because you know there's people in the street. So we're walking down the street and then I'll pass something, I'm like, whoa, what's this? It's like a piece of electronic equipment. I'm staring at her face. she's like, Come on down, I'm like, no. It could be, I just wonder where it's from. I wonder what it's doing. How did it get here? Who made this? I wonder if I could change it. I wonder if I back engineer it. I could probably use it for something else. But actually, I can make a piece of art of it. No, I'm gonna blog it. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like thinking about the most amazing things in the world because that's how my brain works. And I feel like if I encourage people to do that, then we'll have more amazing things in the world. And I feel like without people on the spectrum doing crazy cool things, We wouldn't have, like, Apple or Albert Einstein or anybody cool like that, right? So, um, that's one of the things. I empower young people to, or anybody really on the spectrum, to really be themselves and do something amazing because I just love that stuff. And the other thing that my channel does is... It educates people who are um, neurotypical, which isn't a weird expressional term, but you know what I'm talking about, people who are not on the spectrum, um, in, in the daily life for me, like how how I do things, how people, I interview other people, it's not just me talking about my experience, because yes, I'm an individual, and everybody on the spectrum is an individual, which we should never forget. Um, so I interview other people on the channel, and, and I um, actually talk about the world, talking to other people, and that's kind of cool. And I love sharing the stories and the diversity of the community, so that people watching that to digest information for educational academic purposes feel like whoa i can actually digest information without wanting to kill myself so that's kind of cool um and um (laughs) sorry bad joke is that a joke i don't know so um (laughs) Yeah, so I talk about my experiences uh, and I create understanding, um, and I help uh, promote the change in society. So one of the things I'm really big on is um, the changing the way society looks at people. Because growing up, everyone's like, when when they say, uh, oh, this, what are you freaking out?" For? I went to VidCon. Yeah, I was doing a, I was doing a show uh, at VidCon. I play I play music as well. I'm a multi musician, and I play a lot of different instruments uh, self-taught because i'm you know i was bored so i decided to learn instruments and uh, i ended up playing in a, in a band with um, this guy who is um, on a he's a movie star from america he's in american pie and things like that he's one of the main actors but he's a good friend of mine and he decided hey do you want to play in a band i said yes i went to comic con which was a bad idea here in wrexham actually and uh, it was the biggest thing i've ever attended in my life and then like i just like freaked out and had this crazy meltdown now people say like, oh why what's wrong with you like, well nothing's wrong with me i'm on the spectrum and they say you're not rain man I'm like what so my idea seriously like you say to me, like oh yeah so i'm, uh, I'm on the spectrum what's that mean I, i'm an autistic person and they go well, oh, you're not like a rain man you're like my kid uh, my friend's kid is like this and you're not like them and i'm like Yeah, well, so my idea of people, the society sees people a certain way and that's a bad condition to be in uh, on on the way people see autistic individuals. So what I'm trying to do is change that perspective to being a bit more open, a bit more diverse, and a bit more like of understanding and accepting that people aren't going to be copy-paste, which is a difficult task. Um, Now, one of the other things I'm doing, I campaign for change in things like, I can't stand going to Tesco for two reasons, right? Because it's Tesco. No, that's just a given. But um, the, the, the number one reason I like go to Tesco is I go to Tesco and I go, okay, I, I love, I'm i obsessed with silly like, things like organic food. I love it, obsessed with it. Tesco, great organic range. I don't know why it's important, but I thought I'd to mention it. So I go in and I say, right, the organic apples are here, this aisle there. Every day I go in there, boom, organic apples, go to the till, happy dam. But then I go And one day, I'm like, oh, eggs. What the hell's going on? Why are the eggs here when the apples are here? Tesco! And, they're like, and it just like, it freaks me out because they change things so rapidly. I'm thinking, what is going on? Now, they are doing it because they're trying to make a buck and changing things around, but it really destroys my pattern of my day, which is a true story. Like My whole day gets thrown because Tesco moves the apples, and that's a true story. It's happened on many, many occasions. Okay, I'm gonna stay here. It happened on many occasions, and because of that, I want to be able to change the way the world uh, lets people access its data, and data comes in different formats. Data is like processing food and going through a supermarket. How do we process it? We process it in the neurotypical world. It doesn't work. So Tesco need to stop changing things, and we're gonna like, really advocate for that. Um, and like, yeah, thank you. Like <laughs> World Awesome the, the, uh, Awareness awesome Week and the Autism Hour, which is great. Why is one hour all well allocated? Goodness me. So that's another change here, thank you. So we're advocating for that. This is one of the reasons why I'm growing my channel to 100,000 subscribers before we move forward politically because 100,000 is a lot of people to take forward for political change. Um, and the other thing that I when I go to Tesco is the lighting in this sucks. So uh, they, never really, uh, <laughs> they never really do anything to help people on the spectrum, like, oh, we're we'll turning the lights down, turn the music off for one hour this one day a year. It's like, oh, thanks a lot. So that doesn't really work, um, which is great. It's a good start. I'm not saying it's rubbish. I'm just saying it's a good start, but we need more of it. So that's what I'm trying to do with the channels, advocate more of that. So I'm look at my notes here talk amongst yourselves. Um, not, not really. I know what I'm doing. So why did I choose YouTube to be the platform of my choice? Am I okay with time? Yeah, am I good? Okay. Uh, because YouTube um, is a freedom of speech platform that encourages inspiration. And I love that. I love being inspired. You know, you watch those things, like those inspirational movies. And you have to be like, yeah, I'm going to go and like, tear a buck in half because you feel so pumped. I love that. And I want to be part of that change. I want to be a part of the inspiration of other people. I love that. The second thing is that it's a creative message. Now, people on the spectrum are super creative, right? I don't know if I've met or met anybody on the spectrum who's not creative, and I love it. Creativity is like oh, I don't know. It gives birth to all kinds of crazy stuff, and I love it. Like bridges, skyscrapers, airplanes, science, everything is creative. I love it. So YouTube is creative, and I love being able to be on a platform that encourages creativity. Um, and the other one is that it makes people focus because when you're watching a YouTube video, you have to really dedicate yourself to watching it, right? You now when you're watching TV, like Ah uh, Farms on, you just. Kind of sit back and maybe make cup of tea but when you're watching youtube videos you really have to watch it so you digest information in a totally different way and that paradigm is amazing fascinates the hell out of me but actually right now i'm actually moving into podcasting as well because people want to come to my youtube channel and watch 20 minutes of my video but society sucks at the moment so everyone has to work stupid hours to pay for like just the bare necessities to get through life but they want to listen to my content so i say okay fine put it on a podcast and run to work drive to work whatever listen to it on the go which is amazing i just thought i'd mention that i have a podcast in case anybody's interested in listening to it you can just type in autism or asperger's into any podcast network and you'll find me it's like the number one one so that's kind of cool so um i did my talk all the last year on autism as a superpower because i feel like people have again if you Double down on that potential, like K2's like obsessed with Minecraft and Power Rangers could really double down and monetize the fact that they love Power Rangers. Like, what do you know about Power Rangers? Everything, there's nothing I don't know about Power Rangers. Great, make a YouTube channel on it, be the biggest Power Ranger blog in the world because there's billions of people out there who would love to see Power Rangers. Look, for instance, there are 300, no, there's 1 billion, 300 million active users on YouTube. That's a lot of people, so you have eyeballs everywhere and I love that. Um, And the superpower, I wanna, like, this is what I mean by what I do in my channel. is blogging the things that I do? Like, how on earth did somebody who's dyslexic—I can barely spell my own name—how did I get a number one best-selling book in the U.S. and the U.K. Right? Um, and how is it in like three languages and blah 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 blah? And there's ways around everything. I actually used a ghostwriter and dictated an audio file. Like, I spoke, and the, um, <coughs> sorry, the. Uh, ghostwriter kind of just dictated that down into kind of uh, written form which is amazing and I was able to edit it with him in real time which is a means to an end which is an amazing thing because that shows that there was no blockade like so somebody who's like uh, you know dyslexic or maybe don't even have fingers to write a book right those sit down and pens or type things they can dictate to somebody to do so there's always ways around that the same with the way I did a degree in chemistry I would never have been able to do a degree in chemistry without the support from a disability student uh, Wales which is uh, basically they had a program within the University of Bangor, which where I went, uh, to help me actually go through different type of classes and they made reasonable adjustments. Phenomenal, absolutely amazing and fortunately they ran out of funding, which is abysmal, which is why I should all thought labor. Um, and so anyway, um, they ran out of funding and, uh, and they can't do that anymore, but without it, I would never be able to do my degree. But it's showing the people who watch my videos that like somebody who left school with no education, um was able to actually do something quite interesting i'm a scientist and doing chemistry what i didn't know going into it was like a bloody hard to subject to do so um but i enjoyed it i loved it the only problem is i felt like they gave me like, little time to do what i wanted to do because i got obsessed with things you know i'm sitting looking at one thing like oh this is cool isn't it and then like move on next thing i'm like oh shoot like but that was the, you know that's this is university for a yolo. <laughs> anyway um but yeah you know writing my book again and then building the youtube channel building the youtube channel from nothing from the ground up um was was interesting hard work but it was amazing and i loved every second of it now with youtube specifically that's what i want to talk about um so the statistics in america is one in sixty people are on the spectrum right and here currently is one in 100 uh, people on the spectrum that, like neurodiversity hits those people probably a bit more actually we have just gone statistics statistical data that we actually can get our hands on which is crazy crazy amounts so I attend VidCon, which is a huge conference, right? And I actually attend something like Summer in the City here in the UK. There's loads of different conferences for these kids who are watching YouTube videos, who probably, you know, uh, you know, 60 of them in America, 1 in 100 here are on the spectrum, and they go to these places expecting to see people that they can relate to because it's a safe environment. But they go there, and then there's nobody there because these places don't put on panel talks or, or any any kind of activity that relates to the YouTube it's in that panel. They have a disability panel, but it's always physical disability, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's great, but they never think. About neurodiverse community or, or like all mental health disabilities and never think about those things so i was like this sucks like i really it really bugged the heck out of me and i went to vidcon last year in america and uh I my youtube manager was like "Do Don't access to the party the, you, you, the vidcon party a big huge party with all the celebrities in there. every youtube you can think of the big ones that the kids watch yeah i was hanging out with all of those people but i was like yeah i'm gonna do it I don't like going to parties but i'm doing this one so i went there and i went right up to the guy who owned vidcon i was like dum, dum, dum. it's like hank It's like yo so you don't know me but you're gonna I was like, "Listen, buddy, you know, one in one sixty kids, one in sixty kids out there don't get access to their heroes or the people that they want to see with with an autism spectrum condition. We need to change it." He's like, uh, "Okay." So I teamed up with a girl called Jess from a channel called How to ADHD, and we got on really, really well. And she's got a big channel, so she had a huge influence. So we managed to persuade them in VidCon to actually allow us. It took us a year of but constantly bashing them to, to allow us to do a neurodiverse panel uh, this year in, in America, which is incredible. First one ever in the world, the biggest video conference ever in the world, which is nuts. So this is kind of like, you know, all the last year I was saying that I wanted to do this, and now we're actually doing it. Now this is phase one, and phase two is gonna be rolling this out to every video conference in the UK and the US, but then it's gonna be rolling out to every conference, because I feel like we're always left out, which really sucks and that annoys me, but doing this, I just love it. I love it. I get up every single day. I'm like, all right, how are we going to kick butt and change the world today? And that's amazing. So I love, I love doing all those things. And that is the kind of future of what we're doing. We're changing how uh, organizations, big um, conferences, and things where people are actually accessing it. How do they have access to it? Because you know, if you go back to like what the 40s and 30s, wheelchair access for wheelchair users was like nothing, and there was no legal restrictions on it. You could just it like, oh, well, tough luck, you know, you, you know, wheelchair users are it. It's like what? But now it's, it's like le- legal statute. You know, that's a serious offence if you don't. But when somebody is autistic and they say I can't go into Tesco because it freaks me out, and as many times I go to Tesco, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going in there. Or places like, look, I wanted to go and see um, Busted in concert. I don't know, I'm stupid, and I, but I wanted to go see Busted. <laughs> I bought tickets, and um, and I was like, yeah, I crashed the wedding. And then I was like, a week before, I was like, uh, getting I like, really nervous, you know, <laughs> sweating. And then like the day comes, I'm like, oh, I sold my tickets. I did the first gig back from what I don't know what 15 years. Busted didn't get, and then I sold my tickets. Why? Because I was anxious about going to somewhere that didn't accommodate. My neurodiverse needs, which I felt like, uh, you know, I felt like it was a pain, like you know, accessible for me. But no, I was like, it should be accessible for me. It should be accessible for everybody. Isn't that what we are? We're a society of inclusive people. So, anyway, that's where I'm going. That's what my channel's doing. This is why I'm doing what I do. And I love it. And I'm going to stop talking now. So, thanks so much for listening to me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hi thanks a lot. Awesome. Thank you. Absolutely incredible and there's nothing and I can guarantee there's nothing people on the spectrum like more than bread being served while they're talking.